0: Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most procedurally generated podcast network. Hey guys, before we start, I just want to let you know that Jackson has decided to take his good friends, handsome Tom and Cass, through a carefully constructed role-playing adventure about a small town, an unlikely group of friends, and the mummy they have all sworn to protect, no matter the cost. Tales from Handel Creek, My Summer with anko Tepp, is a love letter to 80s movies like Monster Squad and The Goonies. For the next month, we're premiering each episode on twitch.tv slash Radio before uploading them to YouTube. But if you hate waiting, you can grab all five episodes right now on our website, sanspantsradio.com.
1: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of Zombie Plagued Cholt. Previously,
2: My floor is my fear of snakes,
3: Adam. You no longer have that floor. Your fear of snakes disappears. Instead, you have the floor, I am risk-averse and a slave to routine.
2: You suggesting we go in the middle to keep ourselves safe or because it's dangerous for everyone. It's dangerous. It's dangerous for you. It's dangerous for us. Us being you and I. Mm. Yeah, Now he's a selfish coward. The fact that you lose a fight to one guy, there are nine of you.
3: You feel the mental equivalent of a shrug.
2: (laughs) No, but... No, 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 hang on. There are nine of you, one of him. How did he beat you so easily? He can't be that
3: powerful. Could we not jam the fan up with like a... Look, I really don't want to sound rude here, but don't you both have immovable rods? I no.
1: embarrassingly, like, I, I hand my immovable rod over to Flask and I try not to make eye contact with artists from shame.
2: Three buttons appeared on the sarcophagus representing the, sh- the, the chests. I press them in the order the chests appear. Omar has gone very quiet. Artists, you right?
3: Yes, I'm. I'm fine. Red smoke seeps from the head of the mace, forming into the outline of a monkey with a long tail. With a roar, the smoky apparition leaps at you, screaming,
2: "Let me in!" Oh, Adam, I let that bad boy in. Your new
3: flaw is I act without concern for the well-being of others. Oh no! Pop. (laughs) No. While inhabited by Wongo. You can use your action to unleash a psionic assault on a creature within 60 feet of you. The target must succeed on a DC 16 wisdom saving throw or be stunned until the end of its turn. Basically miss a turn. That's your new spirit. So is there no way for me to have more than one spirit, Adam? And then your third attack hits. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: so um, Yeah, there's only one spirit can inhabit you at a time.
2: So there's no way to get them all.
3: Yeah, unfortunately.
2: Although we can have all the artifacts. You can have all the artifacts. Which house the spirits. Yes. Right, so that might be handy. We'll just do that. I can't wait to reveal real end of this fight that I can't hold all the spirits in me. Unless I don't tell you. This is very
3: funny because in between your attacks, you become unattuned, so you do.
2: <laughs> very funny. But the first attack did a lot of damage. Oh,
3: the first attack fucked this mummy's day up.
2: But also it still does the radiant damage, doesn't it?
3: It will still do the radiant damage, yes. Right.
2: Oh, Cass, what a day I'm having.
3: Truly. (laughs) Your first attack deals 24 points of damage. Your third attack deals 23 points of damage. When the spirit inhabits you, you can tell that the mummy no longer seems interested in you. It just moves onwards. Oi, monkey boy. It's Flask of Wine's turn. Flask of Wine is going to start plugging the creature, I guess. Um...
2: Mm?
1: Flask of wine, if we were to use Australian terms, would be Goonavino.
2: Flask of wine, uh, just shorten him. He'd just be called Goonbag. Goon. <laughs> hey, Goonsack, get over here. <laughs> he casts a spell as he draws his
3: first arrow, and you see the arrow materializes instead as electrical energy. When if... did he get this power? He leveled up a while back. Flask?
1: Flask? Where did you get this Gunsack? power? Goonsack?
3: No, he does not do that because that would hurt allies And he would never do that
1: Wish we could say the same for everyone in that party Hey,
2: just because of this It's just this It's just taking a quality that Pop already possesses And making it a lot worse
1: (laughs) Yeah, I should understand It's just part of my personality that makes me (laughs) (laughs) shit
3: Flask of wine does double maximum damage On a critical hit on his first attack pierced thigh unfortunately it has resistance so he kind of just deals maximum damage on one attack that was flask tiffany and valindra green
1: flame blade i'm gonna run
3: over there you green flame blade and charge in with your rapier you attack Maha. with an ally next to you you will do your extra sneak attack damage so you will deal 35 points of damage as you drive your rapier deep into the mummy's belly.
1: What comes out of it? What does it look like? What happens? Blood? I don't think it's blood.
3: Dust. Dust and nothing else. Oh, Tiffany. You slay the mummy.
1: Tiffany slays a mum. Oh, no. Oh.
2: Don't read too much into that. You just, As t- you drive just touch your... your arm and go. Uh,
3: not a mum. <sighs> As you drive your rapier into it. The mummy falls backwards and hits the sarcophagus, turning into nothing but ash, leaving the mace sitting on top. Man, it had so many cool powers. Oh, well. You get 2,166 experience points each. Oh! oh. Uh,
2: we, are, we are close to level we're to level up. we got to level up. you tell, tell us about level
3: up, Adam. About you're that. getting close to level 10, but you're not there yet. Uh, so, Monkey Boy. Uh-huh. Uh, where the fuck the other fucker go? I know not. I I am aware that there are three on this level, but I know you already know that. So, that's no help to you.
2: There should be one other here. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. We, we, we know where it is. It's in a weird room, but we don't know how to get in, but we're working on it. Apparently, you're a good get. Why are you a good get?
3: Uh, mm. Mm, mm, I've given you a power, a mighty power, haven't I? You can psychically attack your enemies.
2: Mm, mm, mm. That's handy. And then there's the nice fuck-off mace.
3: chaotic evil. You do not like him. <clears throat>
2: this fucking makes my brain fucking
3: itch. We can find many good, good spirits here, except Moa.
2: Not Moa. Not Moa. <laughs> this is adorable.
1: It's so cute to listen to them be like, I hate them.
2: Question Mm? How did a big tough guy like you Get fucking rolled by a lich
3: He destroyed us Destroyed us Massacred us He's powerful So very very strong
2: I understand But there are nine of you And your fucking gods We were not powerful enough Pretty piss weak gods if you ask me He's beyond a god
3: Right he thinks himself powerful, very powerful. So you just... He would not accept the mantle of God. We tried to bargain. Give him a godhood. He didn't want it. He said he was beyond it. It limited him.
2: Yeah, right. Have you seen this dungeon? It's full of fucking skulls. Like the man's a wanker. Yes. And? Okay, then. So, fun fact. Uh, how the fuck is gone?
1: You mean you can't hold all of them? No. You can't even hold two of them?
2: No, apparently not. I have just learned this This now. is the artifact that you got, by the way.
3: Someone in the party, if no one else can, then Valindra definitely can identify that
2: artifact. Mace of terror. Uh, three charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge. Release wave of terror. Each creature gets scared. So we can scare people with this. Uh, once three, three charges a day. Looks fucking terrifying. So I no longer have the ring of protection, but I do have the ability to use this mace. Right, so they're connected to the artefacts, but I can't hold them all in my head. So unless anyone else wants to share a brain with a ghost, we just have to get all the artefacts then, and then we have them binded to the things. Artist Simbra Shrugs? Would you like to, Tiffany? I really wouldn't. I could... You don't fucking have to, it's fine. I'm I'm more than happy to just rotate them in one at a time, see if I can learn anything useful and hold on to the objects. Look, to put the, all the burden on you might be
3: too much. Um I'll I'll hold the uh, let give me the ring. I won't use it all the time.
2: No, but look, just a heads up. Mm. He's a big fucking coward. I figured. And even though you are, a, are not a big fucking coward, he will make you a big fucking coward. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, is that one of the nicest things you ever said to Artis?
2: No, I said he wouldn't die once. <laughs> Artis Simbra
3: takes out like a a, a kerchief and and uh, a gestures to get the
2: ring. No, you can do that the next thing.
3: Please? I feel like the burden is quite heavy on you right now.
2: I'm not burdened, I'm... I'm not doing all right. Why do I look burdened? Do I seem burdened?
3: Um, I'm not going to answer that. That's a smart move. All right. Well, very well then. I'll take the next one. All right. Once again, it's like a constant chattering in the back of your head. Wongo, is this one
2: way worse?
3: Mm, Wongo is just crueler. His opinions of other people seem to kind of stop at their usefulness to him. That's not even that. He doesn't even consider other people people, really. Even you, and he can, he can hear you speaking back to him. He acts as if nothing, uh, no one other than him is real or actually
2: has emotion. So you know what's interesting? So I saw this as being like, it's going to magnify the fact that Pop's a piece of shit. Maybe to make Pop realize that people have value. Because <laughs> I'm not evil. No. Just it's
3: angry. He's cruel. Wongo begins going through ideas that he has for other traps that could be in this dungeon, and then he considers how you could use the people around you to trip those traps instead of setting
2: them off yourself. Mm. Oi, monkey fucker. Naz? I will throw myself on a trap so that we both die if you don't shut the fuck up about the trap shit. Of course you won't. You're fucking pleased. You don't fucking know that.
3: Artis Simber interrupts your your silent silent ruminations. What? Perhaps perhaps we should take a break, a rest. In here. I don't know. Do you know a safer place? A lot of us, he gestures to Segmira, and even Tiffany and you, you're all hurt. Flask of wine, everyone's got cuts, bruises, and is bleeding. You know
2: who's probably fine. (laughs) for cuz she's a tank. Mm-hmm. Big well, evil tank.
1: It might not be a bad idea. I mean <laughs> That was that thing. This was that thing's lair, right? So nothing else is coming in here.
2: No, it did belong to Was that you that fucking mummy thing? Uh it was my my corpse possessed by evil magic
3: done by uh uh, uh
2: Right. The really powerful question for you. Mm. You're so fucking clever. How come you got beaten by a thing with no fucking arms? Anyway, (laughs) I think that's a good idea. What do you mean no arms? Snake. Moa, He outsmarted you, didn't he? Didn't outsmart me. He fucking beat you, though, didn't he? No, he didn't. Isn't that how the story goes? What story?
3: You relay the story to Wongo. At the end of it, Wongo says, what? No, that didn't happen.
2: How'd it go down then?
3: It, it didn't happen. Ubtau turned his back on the almonds, and then we showed up, and we, as spirits, assisted them, gave them guidance. I don't know when that <clears throat> story came to be true, but it wow. certainly wasn't true when I was alive. Wait, no. Uh, The clerics, those fools, those idiots, the only ones we didn't speak to regularly. The clerics of the nine are disciples. They were the only ones who didn't have to go through our trials.
2: Right, so they lied about you. Yes, for whatever reason. Um, Made
3: up a reason for why I hate Moa.
2: Why do you hate Moa?
3: Moa's an idiot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Pop comes out of his brain. Um, I think I need to rest, actually. Learning a lot of fun things. Flask? Yes?
1: Can you go grab that immovable rod?
3: Very well, yes, I will do that.
1: At least give us protection for the night.
3: Flask of wine grabs the immovable rods and returns with them. All right. Cool. After your long rest, Tiffany, you will be on full hit points, and Pop, you recover 38 hit points, putting you on a total of 99. Aw, man. I should also say, while you were taking your rest, you did hear footsteps in the
2: darkness.
1: Well, that makes sense. I mean, people are in the... Dungeon.
2: Yeah. We've seen a guy in the water who was like, nope.
1: Yep. He was like, whoo.
3: So you approach the stone skull again. A giant stone skull crusted with moss juts out from the end of the passageway. A flame flickers within each of its eye sockets and a view into the chamber beyond can be seen through its open jaws. Said tomb... Is skulls crusted with dry mud glowering from niches cut into the walls of this tomb? A stone sarcophagus stands at the center of the chamber, its <sighs> lid adorned with coiled serpents carved in relief. Once again, as you approach, I believe it's Wongo in your head. Yep. You hear <laughs> Wongo call out, Moa, 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 Moa. All right, all right. Ha- Behind the sarcophagus, resting atop a marble pedestal, is an ornate crystal box
2: with a small humanoid skull That's right. floating with And it's like necrotic as fuck.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Yes.
2: Uh, one go. Yes. Do you know how to get in there? Through the through the jaws, maybe. Maybe? Through the jaws? Through the jaws. Something tells me that that would be done. Is Moa any good? Yes, Moa's good. Moa,
3: Moa is good. Moa is truthful and kind.
2: Right. Might actually... Hey, mm. so, my old mate... Wait. I'm so
3: sorry. Yes. <laughs> I've done this completely wrong. The entire time you're approaching there, Wongo is like, no, 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 Why no, not? no. Whoa well, Moe is truthful and kind.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Truthful,
2: handy. So, you must... No, 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 no.
3: Bad in the dungeon. Bad in the dungeon.
2: What's bad in that dungeon?
3: Moa. Moa will force you to speak the truth.
2: Just hang on. Moa always tells the truth? Moa will force you to speak the truth. Will Moa always tell the truth? Yes. Right. I will always tell the truth. You. D-
3: no, do not get Moa. No, get Moa. No, get Moa. No, 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 no.
2: Do you know how to get in that room? No.
3: It's bad room. Bad room. Bad room.
2: So, old mate in me upstairs. Uh-huh. Not a fan of this room, doesn't like the bloke who's in there. Mm, Shocking. Bloke who's in there always tells the truth.
1: Oh, no, we can't have that.
2: No, we could genuinely find out what the fuck's going on. They can't lie to us. They will tell us what's happening.
1: But then you have to swap one out. You can swap them back out, right?
2: No, swap them in and out like fucking, I don't know. Because we cannot
3: leave that room.
2: Let me see. I would like to pick up the ring of protection Mm -hmm. and put it on.
3: You put on the ring of protection? All right. The spirits fight within your mind. Uh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wongo leaps at the small bear, and the small bear leaps at Wongo. They tussle and roll and fight it out. Blood is drawn, and when blood is drawn by Elbalaka, the little bear, when it slashes at the, at the monkey-like figure, you see them fighting almost in silhouette in your own mind. Mm. When that mm. happens... Unpleasant. Pop, you take five points of damage. Fuck. You barely notice it. You can't really tell, Pop. But, Tiffany, you see that when when this is happening, when the spirits are changing over, a a mighty gash, a slash, appears on Pop's face. What? And, uh, Pop, it is now Obelaka in your mind. Your floor has become, I am risk-averse and a slave to routine.
2: Oh, I'm not this fucking guy again. <laughs> I can use all my magical items in again.
3: Pop your face. Uh, All of your magical items get reset.
2: Yeah, yeah, to me again.
3: No, I think none of them are attuned. Every time this one jumps in, you unattune to your magical items. Wait, no, that's not true. You can just attune to one more. Sorry, it's when Obelaka leaves that they become unattuned. So, sorry, I actually (laughs) forgot to set that, which you have four items Holy Avenger, Mace of Terror. Oh, well, you actually have to deep. Mace of
2: Terror is the item.
3: That contains. So I don't have that anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm not. Need- I'm not
2: holding that because as soon as yeah. I hold that, so
3: it's the ring of protection. It's holy avenger. The and amulet for Vaughn. You can now. Well, you don't need the Vaughn amulet while you're in here, so you can have the amulet for proof against detection and location,
2: which makes you immune to being
3: scried through magic.
2: I could, that's probably handy. Yeah. I might put that on considering I don't need to use Vaughn for a bit. Yep. All
3: right.
2: If I'm wearing it, does it affect other people or just me?
3: They can't target you. They could still target Tiffany or Arta Simber or Well, they can't target Arta Simber. He's got other protections. But they could target someone else in your party. But even if they did so, they would not see you through the magical scrying. Right. Okay. So you are still invisible to being magically scried. They wouldn't know that you were with Tiffany if they scried Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. But I'm Whoever with Whoever they are. Which would be pointless. Well, if you ask as well, or if you're at any point discussing it or worried about it, Velindra says, you will not be scryed within the from outside the dungeon anyway. No scrying magic can penetrate into or
2: out of this dungeon. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not wearing that. I'm going to keep my Vaughn amulet do on. Do you yeah. have
3: any magic that allows you to teleport or anything like this? Maybe. No. Look, look, do I look like a fucking wizard? I'm so sorry. You simply asked whether or not if anything were important to bring it up with you again, and I have brought this up with you, but I feel it bears repeating that some magic will not work as well as it should in the dungeon, and some magic will simply not work
2: within this area. Oh, Adam, you know what I'm going to do? While well, I'm now I'm now I'm back and I've had a nap, mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking cure wounds myself. Hey, hey. Yeah. level three, please. A level three cure wounds.
1: Uh, right before you cure wounds yourself, I just sort of gesture to your cheek to sort of feel what. How did that happen?
2: You recover 17 Probably in the fight. What fight? With the the, the monkey thing. No,
1: I saw it. It just happened then.
2: Oh. Okay, then. When you put the ring on. They had a massive punching in my head. Oh. Uh, The other one's back. The one that was in there before, the little bear fella. Um, Decidedly more pleasant, may I just add, than the fucking nutbag of a monkey.
1: Doesn't seem... Wise to just say that?
2: No, no. But what you what I mean is that I can swap them in and out, so I can get the thing that tells the truth and then swap it in for old you. mate Bear, who seems to be the most well together of the lot so far.
1: Yeah, you you cannot leave the truth teller in there. We're meant to lie to a child.
2: Oh mate, <laughs> I've been lying to children my whole life. Um, mm. and have got any yeah. ideas how we get in there?
1: No, your little upstairs mate's not going to help.
2: Ah, uh, obelaka. Yes and we get to moa.
3: maybe through the get someone else to go.
2: look his suggestion was about as helpful as one goes except his suggestion was to send somebody else through so
1: so you're going first cuz you can control them?
2: it's obviously a trap.
1: oh okay well i'll go look for a trap i'll go look for a trap
3: Tiffany, you have no expert. Well, you're not an idiot when it comes to magic, but you have no special expertise. You look over it. You, you are remember, not an idiot. You remember <laughs> What Val- a compliment. You remember Valindra yesterday looking over it, and maybe you try to imitate, imitate the things that she did when she was looking. And while so you, you realize that you're kind of just copying the action, but without the understanding of what, what's exactly happening. You definitely feel magic. You are aware that there's some sort of, some sort of spell upon, the, upon the, the skeletal mouth. But what it does or what it is, is beyond you.
1: I can't really get a read. Valindra. can you have a go?
3: I have already inspected it and found it to be unsure. I would need to see it in operation at the very least. Any tigers? I I walk in. As you step in, Tiffany, you can see a lot better. All the walls here are perforated with tiny holes. As you step in, you can see light from uh, a torch. Maybe Artisimba is holding a torch. And you can see the light from Artisimba's torch dances all across the room as the, the fire flickers. When that happens, you can see you hear tiny you hear the sound of scuttering. Something is in the walls and you can see tiny like I said perforated holes in the walls. It looks like something's been digging in and out and in and out and through and all around the walls. Maybe at first you think that the that there's been like some infestation around here, mm-hmm. but then you remember that this this tomb is the this dungeon is the tomb of a powerful arch and it is probably unlikely that this place is going untended to. So you imagine that whatever this is, it has something to do with the room. As soon as you step in as well, you do not notice this, but everyone standing outside the room sees one of the lights go out in the, the, the skull's eyes. When that happens, Valindra says, hmm, and nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> Finally, Tiffany, when you step in, you feel a telepathic presence emanating from the skull, which is kind of like it's draping itself slowly up and down across the room. It's invisible, so you couldn't tell that it was there before. But you can feel that when you step into the room, as it drapes itself across, it feels your mind and then pinpoints on you. You hear a panicked, the, the voice of a young girl, a panicked young girl echoes in your mind. What What's happening? Why can't I see? Oh, no.
2: What's going on, Um, Horns? Horns.
1: I run back out because I don't want the little girl to hear me. You step back outside? Yep. All right. What happened? There's a little girl's voice in there, and she got into my head, and she asked what was happening. We we can't tell her. We can't tell her anything that's right.
2: What do you mean we can't tell? Oh, don't lie to the doom child. When
3: Tiffany steps back through the other light, Snuffs out,
2: oh, I did that before when you went in.
1: oh, that's can't be good.
2: nothing's happened though,
1: hmm, um, I think it's going to be too risky to take that relic.,
2: mm-hmm. you're buried with a ring, uh the monkey was buried with i I almost grabbed the mace, then I'm like, hmm. <clears throat> no, you monkey was buried with the mace. What's a snake buried with stuff? stuff how big uh, 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 like a walking stick right like <laughs> i've got to, i forget that i have a walking stick now cuz my leg brace is sparked. bigger than that
3: you have like a regular walking stick you think this staff is probably the size uh maybe about as tall as you are obelaka is describing it as a magical staff and if it is the size of an actual magical staff then it would be about maybe as bad as tall as you are
2: i've got an idea what I hold up my belts, which are broken. Mm. What if? And I make like grabbers with the belt, like oven mitts with the belts. And we take it out of the room and then we hold on to it.
1: That's a good idea.
2: It's a pretty good plan. We
1: cannot let anyone get into that. I'm saying this to everyone. We cannot let anybody touch the staff until we're out of the room. And no one is allowed to tell that little girl what's going on.
2: All right, then. Who's good at lying?
1: What if we just didn't say anything to her? That would work, right?
2: Lie by omission. It's probably not bad. You want to lead the way again?
3: Okay. I go back in. All right. Tiffany, as you step back through, cha-chunk! the jaws of the the skull snapshot. On you? Potentially on her. They do snapshot on you, Tiffany.
2: Oh, <laughs> fucking hell.
3: Tiffany, you take 29 points of damage. Oh, oh my gosh. Arcing God. You are also grappled in the stone's jaw. You will remain stuck there, and every turn you stay stuck there, the jaws continue to crunch, 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 inch down on you. You do not know how long you have, but if you do not get out soon, you will be cut in half. Horns. All right, so let's go into initiative, shall we?
1: Yeah, let's.
2: Cool. How do we fight something that... Ah. Oh. Immovable rods. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's how we do
1: it. Oh, if only we'd thought earlier about this thing crunching down on us, we could have used the immovable rods. Oh, no, the thing's crunched down on us. There's no way to escape.
2: (laughs) Who does everyone want to act with? Art Simba. Uh, I will act with Double Face. Double Face? Yeah, yeah. Zaggers. Tiffany, you take a further
3: 14 points of damage. Jeez Louise. Tiffany and Artis.
1: I'm going to shove an immovable rod under one of the jaws Mm -hmm. and set it. And Artis is going to try and take the immovable rod off
3: of Pop Mm -hmm. and shove it under the bottom jaw. Artis Simber grabs from your backpack the immovable rod and then he locks it into place on the other one. Then it is Flask of Wine's turn. Flask of Wine grabs you, Tiffany, and says... Push or pull? Pull. All right. He pulls. You're going to get advantage on your next turn. So Pop and Zagmira.
2: Is there anything for us to do?
3: It's not a lot. Maybe everyone just
2: pull then. Yeah, I come and help. I make Zagmira pull.
3: All right. I stand back just in case. Okay. Zagmira
2: (laughs) helps and you don't.
3: Why don't you help?
2: I'm just making.
3: He's risk averse.
2: Get a good boy card. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Just make sure nothing's going to sneak out behind us. That's all. The jaw tries to
3: inch <laughs> down on you, Tiffany, but it is blocked by both immovable rods. God, is, we have two. It is your turn, and you... Uh, try and pull
1: myself out. You
3: try to wiggle yourself out. You successfully do so. You are outside. The doors have tried to snap shut, but have failed to do so. They are just very tightly closed right
2: now. With the rods there.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a gap that someone could try to slip through. Not pop. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Oh, gosh. You're right, horns. And
3: you're oh. sh- pretty sure that if you try to get the uh, immovable rods out, the thing
2: will snapshot. Mm.
1: That was really bad. Oh, that was really bad. That was so bad. Oh.
2: Okay, so we know what the skull Head does. Um,
3: Do we really
1: need more?
2: Zagmira waves
3: a hand over her face, and as she does so, she grabs at her own aura and pulls. You see a green twisted shimmering energy tear out of her it screams and struggles it does not want to come out but she forces it to leave herself then she pushes that energy against you tiffany tiffany you recover oh she takes 12 points of damage and tiffany you recover 24 points of damage
1: oh thank you thank you so much
2: she shrugs. I I I cure What level? <laughs> Two. <laughs> you,
3: you, you little baby, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. You recover a further seven, uh, 14 hit points.
1: Ooh. You are horns. Thanks. Thank you, Zegmira. Thank you, Pop. I feel a lot better now.
2: Right. How do we? Get how
1: badly do in? we need Moa?
2: Oh, I. Okay. Look. If any of these ghosts on this level are going to be able to tell us something and we know that they're going to be telling the truth, it's probably the one that has to tell the truth.
1: Why would any of them lie to us? They don't want to be here.
2: Okay, one of them's insane and the one in my head right now is questionable. It's just that constant
3: whispering in the back of your mind. Yeah, good.
2: It's fucking fabulous. You have a headache.
3: You take one point of headache damage. (laughs) It doesn't actually deal any damage. It's just... You're, you're, it I deals can't damage. cast concentration spells. <laughs> it deals damage against your headache hit points,
2: of which you have one. <laughs> I just think it would be really, it could be really helpful.
1: Okay, well, I'll try crawling in again. Can anyone else come in too?
3: I'm just going to say Pop just can't. Yeah, Like f- physically can't fit.
1: Shell too big, too thick for shenanigans. Arnissimber is
3: probably too broad shoulders as well. Flask of wine could slip in with you. Yeah. Orvex could probably. He's no. a pretty, pretty weedy person. <laughs> Zagmira and Valindra could try to, but they're not as dexterous as you or Flask of Wine.
1: Flask of Wine and I would like to slimmy shimmy in.
2: Slimmy.
3: Slimmy shimmy in. Tiffany, you slip through without too much trouble. Immediately, you feel that telepathic energy hone in on you again. Hello? Who's there? What's happening?
1: I do not respond, and I look at Flask and I say, do not say anything.
3: Flask of Wine. Gets his head and one arm in and he starts kicking. Fuck it out. I try and pull him through. All right, with your help, he squeezes through.
1: <laughs> Please help. I'm scared. Where am I? I look at
3: Flask. Don't. Flask of wine shrugs. Good. Why can't I see anything? Let me know what you want to do. No, I'll walk forward. You search around, Tiffany, and you see a secret door set into the wall. There's nothing borrowed away. It's like almost, well, no, it's not almost a perfect outline. It's kind of a rough outline, but there's no holes or perforations here because nothing can dig through. Cause the other side is a passageway. Presumably. Are you with my father? Please. Is he looking for me? I know you're there. And you can tell that she is getting increasingly aggravated or anxious. I Wonder how Tiffany will
2: respond to um, Daddy issues
3: I don't have any of those. My dad will love
1: me one day. can't have a problem
2: when there isn't any
1: because he's gone. yep, can't have daddy issues if you don't have dad, okay um I do not I do not say anything to the child, and I clock the passageway. What else is in the room? Where's the stuff? Can I see the stuff?
3: No, it's presumably in the sarcophagus.
1: In the sarcophagus I can see. Don't
3: ignore me! The skull opens up and screams. We're going to go to initiative. Oh, gosh.
2: Ignoring it, I think, is the wrong approach.
3: Tiffany, with artists again?
1: Yes. Or maybe flask would be best, actually. Flask? Yeah, let's go flask. I mean, it's here.
3: As it tilts its head back and screams, Tiffany... You hear and then see what is causing the faint chittering. A single spider with striped legs and body falls out from one hole. Then another falls out from another. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then then it's like a wall of them coming out from each of the holes. You realize that these creatures have been not... When I say mummified, I don't mean like with bandages. I mean like how a creature can be naturally mummified. Uh. These spiders. I lift
2: my feet up off the floor because
3: my feet are suddenly itchy. These spiders can are make them a different animal. They're nearly the size of dinner plates, and ev- every single one of them is half mummified and undead. All of it attacks. Huh. And now a word from our sponsors. Here's a cool fact. d is fun, but if you're wishing that you could hear a cartoon review show about the worst cartoons in history, then do I have news for you. Cynical Cartoons is a show by Mia with a rich list of guests from all across SansPants and beyond where they, as my dad calls it, waste time when they could be digging another more useful trench. So, if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad has an actual moat around his place of business, then head on down to sanspantsradio.com and search for Cynical Cartoons.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Just get the staff and get out of there.
3: They're going to come through the door. The eyes of the skull flare and a ball of roiling fire strikes you and flask. You both fail your saving throws.
1: Can I do a luck roll?
3: You can do a luck re-roll, sure.
1: Just to not fail that because it sounds
3: bad? That'll be a pass. Tiffany, you duck, dive, and roll straight out of the way. None of this fire even touches you. You feel maybe some heat licking at you as you roll away, but you will take no damage. Flask <sighs> of wine, however, takes thirty points of damage. God, oh, that's a lot. The swarm of zombie spiders. Oh,
2: that's the worst oh. sentence in the book. I love it. You look. Flaming Skull. This will upset you. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't. And then you were like, zombie spiders everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my whole body's itchy.
1: Yep. Tom put his feet on the chair. He wasn't lying. No,
2: I couldn't. I've, oh, I hate having my legs below me. What if someone gets them? <laughs> I'm wearing socks that are too low too and my ankles are exposed.
3: Oh, no. I
2: hate everything.
3: Is Tiffany, the ocean scary for you? You take seven points of piercing damage Ooh. as... Set half a dozen spiders bite you. Ah, fuck, I hate it. Oh, Oh, half a dozen. That means one of them was extra good. You need to make a constitution saving throw, which you passed. So, oh, this is poison. (laughs) Oh, gosh. You take six points of damage from poison. And then flask of wine is covered in spiders. You cannot see flask of wine at all. They get a critical hit. Oh, no. No. Split lip. Quadruple damage. And spells with a verbal component have a seventy-five percent chance of failing until you are healed. He's fucked. His lip is his lower lip is torn off by a spider bite. He takes fourteen points of piercing damage, and then he needs to make a very important Constitution saving throw.
2: What's his HP? He fails. Oh no, he failed. Two in a circumstance. Oh, quadruple.
3: Sorry, he takes 28 points of piercing oh, damage. Oh, Fuck. Cool and good. He takes a further 56 points oh. of damage. Cass, he's dead. The pile of spiders that was Flask of Wine, flump, falls down. Oh. And then it is Tiffany and, ooh, not Flask oh. of Wine. Oh, oh no, Jesus, Jesus Right,
1: Adam, is he dead? Hmm?
3: You don't know. You just see a swarm of spiders.
1: Fine, you caught us. Your dad sent us to surprise you.
3: <sighs> There's just, you don't feel any telepathic words, just rage. Rage, well, no, it's telepathic. You know what it is. It's rage backed by fear.
1: God, so stupid. Why didn't I just lie to this child? Okay, because, fine. Because, scorcher. we scorcher. All right, you
3: can hit the spiders and the skull like that. I would love to hit the spiders in the skull like that. You don't know. All right. So. What? Hmm? What? Hmm? The spiders fail their saving throw. Good. And the f- flame skull will, I believe, also fail. Let me check your spell. Can I just
2: say, being a flame skull and then being killed by fire is. Funny. Very
3: good. It passes. It passes Fair the saving It's throw, a flame which skull. Which is immune. Which is uh, irrelevant, because when Agonizar's Scorcher lays across the spiders and the skull, you can see immediately that it had no effect. You think the flame skull might be immune to fire.
1: That checks out. But I got the spiders, here. Yeah?
3: Yes, yes, you did get the spiders. <sighs> and-
2: to be fair, they seem like the most pressing concern. Yes. So you deal six
3: points of damage to the spiders. Valindra Shadowmantle reaches out with a hand and you see cold energy wrap along her arm and then the cold energy attempts to explode out of her hand. But as she's casting the spell, you can see almost in slow motion, she looks to her side and there's fear in her face, Pop. You slowly try to... It's all happening like like you're moving through molasses. What
2: the fuck? You
3: move in slow motion as well as you see another entity, a spectral-looking entity, but it's the spectral form of... It looked very similar to Valindra when she showed her true face, when she showed her lichdom. The spectral lich grabs Valindra's hand and twists it. The dead eyes of the lich look into the seemingly alive eyes of Valindra's shadow mantle. And the lich opens its mouth and a a loud booming cackle can be heard throughout the dungeon. The booming gets louder and louder and louder until you realize it's no longer coming from the lich, it's coming from Valindra's hand. She looks in shock and horror at her hand as the magic there is twisted horribly. There's an explosion. And instead of whatever the spell was meant to produce, the spell casts a loud boom, which is heard in all directions for what feels like it should be miles. The walls of the dungeon tremble with the sound. And you and her and Tiffany and everyone in your party must make a constitution saving throw. You pass. And Tiffany passes... Zagmira fails. Valindra... Oh, she's immune to this. Flask of Wine (laughs) fails. Flask of Wine's under a power spot. Arta Cimbra fails. Oh, and Orvex. Orvex fails. Those of you who have failed, neither of which are you, are deafened for three hours. (gasps) Oh, sorry. It's uh, for three minutes, not three hours. But that's functionally for the rest of this fight. Yep. Pop and Zagmira, it's your turn.
2: Uh, Adam. Adam. I take off the ring of protection and pick up the mace of fear.
3: All right, cool. So as you're doing that, you will become unattuned to all of your magical items. That's fine. That's fine.
2: Um, it, it literally, you just Holy Avenger and Vaughn. It's happened multiple times now. How long does it take to attune? A day? An hour. An hour. Oh, pfft,
3: man. You are inhabited by the spirit now. Instead of Obelaka, it's now Wongo. It's now Wongo. They launch at each other in your mind and fight and snarl. Oh, I didn't miss. Oh, this. actually, no. Wait, Mongo doesn't win. Obalaka refuses to leave. Ah,
2: <gasps> you fucking little git! Get the fuck out my head! Mm-mm,
3: mm-mm, mm-mm. No, 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 no!
2: I will, I will, I will, I will do fucking nothing.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, while they're fighting though, you take six points of damage. Uh, as this... the you have a matching scar on the other side of your face now. It's fine. All right, what would you like Zagmira to do?
2: Can she b- try to blow up the skull door?
3: She could try, yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, look, Eldritch Blast, the, the skull door. All right. Oh, actually, does she have anything that can light a fire? Mm, does she? Oh, does she have... Because what if we lit the fires back in the eyes again? Mm, she could try to do that. She has a torch. Yeah, could... she could light a torch. She could try to Yeah, that. I'm going to get her to try to relight the eyes. All right. Well, no, she just does that because she's clever because I can't tell her to do that because... Maybe you just gesture at the skull and she knows that you want the skull open. Now Pop doesn't know she's deafened. Light the fucking eyes, you fucking two-faced weirdo.
3: <laughs> she doesn't hear that, which is Can almost, she lip almost read? good for you. Sorry? Can she lip read? She lip reads well enough that she understands <coughs> what you want her to do. So she... Maybe you gesture... Maybe your gesture as well includes like the... You point at the torch specifically on her backpack, and she understands what she wants. So she takes the torch out. She seems like she doesn't think it's going to work. And sure enough, she lights it and tries to stick it in the in the slot to try and make the fire relight, but it doesn't seem to work. Tiffany, <sighs> the flaming skull conjures three orbs of pure magical energy into existence. And the three orbs... Vroom! 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 Strike you in succession The first two feel like they just do Heavy bruising To your upper torso And to the side of your chest Then the third one smacks you Dead center in the face And you feel your nose break You take 10 points of damage Oh god I'm gonna be so hideous And then the spiders Oh god the spiders They bite you They bite you a bunch Tiffany you take 11 points of piercing damage as you are beginning to get covered in the spiders. You take 11 points of piercing damage. Ele- and then you need to make a constitution saving throw. Jeez, Louise. You fail. Okay. Cool. Good. You take... My favorite turn in the world is lots of dice. <laughs> 10 more points of damage from poison.
1: Oh, no. Hey, Artists didn't have a turn last round.
3: No, we didn't. I don't have one on the initiative thing. Hmm you will get two turns after – actually, you know what? You can act with him. So <laughs> it's your turn, Tiffany, and Artis gets two goes.
1: So I would like to cast Mirror Image this turn mm-hmm. and call out, please, we're trying to have a party. It's a party. It's your birthday. The
3: Flame Skull doesn't really seem coherent anymore, uh, unfortunately.
1: Okay. Dang. Well, um, Artist will cast Cone of Cold mm-hmm. at the Skull.
3: Artis Simber levels his ring through the doorway and cold air buffets the room flame skull is gonna pass its saving throw but it will take still takes half damage and the spiders fa- no they also pass but they still will take half damage okay. actually is the flame skull maybe even weak to the- oh no it's a mur- <laughs> The flame skull takes no damage. This hurts me in a way that I couldn't describe. It's really worse than you think. As spiders fall dead, completely frozen. Well, dead properly. Completely frozen. You see that Flask of Wine was buffeted by that cold energy (gasps) as well. He takes two failed saving throws, and I'm going to need to toss a coin.
2: Oh... (sighs)
3: <sighs> uh, uh, uh. Who wants to roll it? You can let me roll it if you want.
2: No, we should. One of us should. All right. Cass, he's fine. Okay. He's in there with you.
3: All right, Cass. So if you get a 10 or more, he will survive with a ghastly injury. Otherwise, flask of wine
2: is dead. Okay. Cass, I'm just going to put it out there before you roll. Uh-huh. There is no pressure on this, and if you don't roll well, I won't be disappointed in you forever.
1: That feels worse. Okay, let's have a go. We ready?
3: Yep.
2: Fuck, I'm so sweaty.
3: <laughs> let's do it. Yeah! 19! 19? All right. Flask of wine will survive with a horrific injury. Oh. Uh, artist gets another turn. I'm just trying to
1: look for anything in Artist's artillery that can just kill the spiders or the skull, but I don't know if he can do anything because the skull's immune to ice damage. Unfortunately, Artis Simbra
3: can't deal damage like that. He does have a lot of cool abilities that he can do with his longbow. He could use piercing arrow, or he can deal psychic damage. Okay, well, the psychic one. Artis Simbra knocks, draws, and as he draws back, the arrow becomes wreathed in shadow energy. He lets go and fires at the flame skull. His attack will...
2: Yay! Is this the first attack that's hit the flame scale? Yeah, it is. Yep.
1: yep. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yes. Oh, my
3: God. All right, that was Artis' turn. It's Valindra's turn. Valindra reaches back. You can see that there's icing on her hand, and it looks hurt in some ways. She seems a bit shocked by that, just as shocked as you were, but it doesn't stop her from fighting. With her other hand, she reaches out and drags her hand across to the side. As she does that, you see a spectral hand appear and drag itself along the spiders. The spiders need to make a saving throw. Oh no, she makes an attack roll, which she hits and she deals 48 points of cold damage to them. With a simple wave of her hand, Valindra kills
2: all of the spiders. She's so powerful. God, she's
1: so powerful. And just, I wish she'd done that earlier.
2: <laughs> uh, she tried, I think.
3: I think she did try. but She did, but uh, someone stepped in the way. You think that might have been uh, Azirak? Did we see yeah, God? Yeah, himself. Oh no!
2: Did you say, did we see God? <laughs>
3: <laughs> there yeah. are many gods. Pop and Zagmira.
2: I would like to try to take the ring off and stop the ma- like. Try to get Wongo back in my brain. All right. Can I try to intimidate Obelaka to make it easy for him to get out? You intimidate Obelaka.
3: You'll, you tell him that you're going to throw him off the balcony. Throw you both off the balcony. And Obelaka says, he's just crazy enough to do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wongo reaches in and snaps Obelaka's neck. You take seven points of damage. Have well, I just what?
2: killed the other ghost?
3: No, oh. no, you can't kill a ghost. But he defeats him in fair combat. <laughs> Not really fair combat. Oh. You are now possessed by Wongo instead of Obelaka.
2: I've missed you, you crazy
3: fucking monkey. You think only of yourself.
2: That's why I say I miss you, you crazy fucking <laughs> monkey.
3: And you are no longer attuned to any of your items. That's fine. Um, what's a better weapon? I said that you attuned to the Mace of Terror, though. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. It's gotta work like that. It, it can't not, you know? Yeah, sure. So that pop, that was your action. What would you like Zagmira to do?
2: Uh use Eldritch Blast or something to destroy the, the, the flame skull. Stone? Yeah. All right. No 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 not the flame skull, but oh, the, the, d- the door to blast open the door so we can okay. get in. She
3: stands back and then opens up. Two bolts of arcane energy strike the wall. Uh she gets a critical hit with one of them. Hey! Hey! She blasts one of the teeth in the skull. She blasts two of the teeth in the skull facade out.
1: Are we making a funny toothless man?
3: You might just start. (laughs) The flame skull begins to blur and shift, wavering to those who can see it. You will now, until the spell ends... Suffer disadvantage on any attack on against the skull. However, it does not attack this turn. I believe that is its action. Yeah, that's its action. Can't really do anything with its bonus action. It starts backing up against the wall. It's still screaming telepathically into your mind,
2: Tiffany.
1: And what's it saying? It's just screaming. Ugh. It's boring. Tell me something I don't know, am I right?
2: Uh, you should be real mean to it and tell her you're a fucking flaming skull. Tiffany, what do you want to do? <laughs>
1: No, that if I mean to it, that's telling it the truth.
2: Yeah, it's already it, 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 that. It, that
1: is, it's kind of the worst case. That not, ship it.
2: has sailed. I feel. Mm.
1: So all the spiders are dead. Yes. Judging on Agnesar's scorch, not working. Would green flame blade work because the flames are also green? Yeah. <laughs> or am I on the safe assumption that it will not work, even though the colours match? Uh,
2: I was under the impression that it was colours. <laughs> We we tried
3: red and blue, and they didn't work. Maybe green. Uh, Green Flame Blade deals fire damage, and you know the creature
2: is immune to fire damage.
1: Uh, Dang. Oh, no. Am I going to do Witch Bolt? Ugh.
2: Oh, Cass, we haven't had a Witch Bolt in an awful long time.
1: I'm going to do Witch Bolt. First level.
3: Oh, no,
2: you can't do it as a second level.
3: I can't. You reach up with your hands. And in one of your hands, half clutched with just your thumb pressed against the hand itself, is a twig from a tree that has been struck by lightning, the material component of this spell. I took it. Through that twig, you channel energy into your hand and then out of your hand as lightning leaps across at the flame skull. Unfortunately, you have trouble targeting it because you can't really see it properly because of the blur spell. You still hit. Nonetheless, you rake it with arcane energy or lightning. You deal... Three points of damage to the flame skull, but you can see that the damage does not seem to properly resonate within it. It's not immune to lightning, but it certainly seems resistant to it. Then it is. Oh, oh Artis! Yeah. He can fire two arrows again.
1: Oh yeah, now he's going to do more psychic arrows.
3: Artis's first attack will be a hit still, Good. even with that disadvantage, and he deals. Oh, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. It fails. It goes blind probably right before it dies. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, it has a lot more hit points than I thought it did. Oh. It just did a lot more damage than I thought he would. The flame roller skull's roller eyes cloud over with darkness right before it tilts back. And in its final anguished scream, only Tiffany is conscious and close enough to feel the, tele- the telepathic energy. But it is... the. With the last final blow that Simbra fires, the the anger is stripped away from the energy and there is only fear beneath. Right before the flame skull explodes into nothingness, all you are aware of, Tiffany, is a frightened little girl. Same. With three down and six to go, can our adventurers claim every spirit for themselves or will they join the gods in their tombs? Find out next time on... Once upon a time, in Zombie Plague to Chopped.
0: Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links.